Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Progressive presents Mindflowness with Flow. You are a mighty fortress of supreme knowledge. Progressive Direct has not only revealed their rates, but those of their competitors. If you were any more in the know, you would be drowning in, you know, the know. Compare Progressive Direct rates with competitors' rates, because knowledge is power. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast coming to you uh, Friday late afternoon. Much to discuss. We got a full slate of games. Buys have not hit us yet as we hit week four. Uh, The Bears were dismantled by the Packers last night. I guess we're not going to harp on that too much. A couple things to take away, though. I mean, Montgomery, broken ribs. Jamal Williams, injured. Uh, the Packers didn't have their starting tackles to begin with. I do think Aaron Jones, I'm excited to see Aaron Jones going forward. And we know the Packers aren't going to go trade for somebody, but mm, maybe. I mean, I think you need to think about it. A um, couple things of note. Yeah, again, I don't want to harp on this game. It wasn't a very competitive one. Josh Jones was also injured. That's a big one. Martinez was injured. Joe Thomas was injured. At least they have a long week, but man, a lot of injuries in, in, in Green Bay. Um, the first play of the game, Bears with a strip, strip sack by Clay Matthews. I want to say, I've been down on him the last two years, and I think Matthews is starting the season really good and looked great last night, last night too. So that's highly, highly encouraging for the Packers. Um, but, you know, right off the bat, strip sacks, great starting field position. It's 14 nothing before you know it. Um, not long after, Glennon had a bad overthrow interception to Clinton Dix. Um, his first of two of those on the evening bombed to Jordy, and then Aaron Jones goes in for a short touchdown. I mean, it's 27, 21-7 before you know it. Um, a couple, you know, again, I don't have a lot to talk about with this game. I, I want to talk about the ones coming up. Um, uh, the Trevathan hit on Adams, and I think you guys know I'm all for player safety. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I very much am. But I think you guys know that I am more... I I lean more towards let them play, don't throw the flag, than the other direction. And I do feel for today's defensive players in that they're... It's so bang-bang. Sometimes you don't have a choice. And sometimes I look at the players today and say, you know, what was he supposed to do? But on this play, Trevathan, and you watch the slow motion, it's it makes your bones tingle. Like, ugh. I mean, it was a nasty, nasty play. Um, and Trevathan does not have a, a nasty history to him. But I think this was a dirty play by a frustrated player who on national TV is getting whipped by a division rival late in the game. Totally led with the head. I don't know that he was targeting Adam's head, but he was missling himself in there. And to me, this is like the definition of 
what you're trying to clean up and what you don't want in the game right now. Um, I tweeted immediately after he should have been ejected, suspended, fined. And um, I shocked he wasn't ejected. You know, like, uh, that's that was a bad one to me. Progressive presents Mindflowness with Flow. You are a mighty fortress of supreme knowledge. Progressive Direct has not only revealed their rates, but those of their competitors. If you were any more in the know, you would be drowning in, you know, the know. Compare Progressive Direct rates with competitors' rates, because knowledge is power. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. All right. Time to pick some games. Saints, Dolphins, across the pond. 9.30 start again. I wonder if they're going to have to watch this one on my laptop or not. Uh, I pulled up my friends here at MyBookie and I MyBookie.ag. By the way, use our promo code if you want to start there. Locked on NFL. Um, but Saints are favored by three against the Finns, who are coming off a brutal day. And I think I'd like New Orleans to win and to cover. But I think there could be a lot of points in this game. I think Ajayi could get going. Miami's line hasn't looked as good as I like. I actually think the Saints have a really impressive, potentially really good young secondary. And I think Latimer's going to be there. And I think he'll probably go up against Parker. But I still think Landry causes you problems. I think you get a lot of Ajayi. I think there's going to be a lot of points in this game. Getting Sue blocked will be tough, but I think that Breeze picks apart that Miami zone defense pretty well, you know, and with some regularity. They probably get a little something going, too. I think they can pick on Miami's linebackers and coverage with Ingram and Kamara. So I think a lot of fun, a lot of points, a lot of, uh, and that favors the Saints in these type of games. But I will say, because it's not in New Orleans or even in Miami, you know, it's just across the pond and weird things always happen in these type of games and weird body clocks and all that stuff for these creatures of habit that they never really go how I think they're going to go in those games. But in a nutshell, in a great big bloody nutshell, I like the Saints here in a high-scoring one to win by more than three. So, scroll down the list here. we got the Panthers at the Patriots. And I was really high on both these teams to start the season. Everyone was high on the Patriots. They were first in my power ranks. Carolina was not far off, though. They were like four or five. But I really think the offense is dysfunctional. But then you say, Matt, isn't the Patriots' defense dysfunctional? And I just wrote an article about that. Check that out. I feel better that the Patriots can write their defensive problems, especially with Hightower coming back. I don't think that secondary is going to be, you know, all that challenged by uh, Benjamin Funchess, those guys. Uh, I think they can stop the run pretty well. And as much as I like the Panthers' front seven, I think their secondary is going to have a long day with Cooks and Hogan and those guys, Gronk. Um, Brady's playing way too well in New England. I think that New England wins this one, like, 30-13, to even though their defense isn't good. But I think it'll be better. Rams at Cowboys. This is my upset special. 
Rams getting six on the road. I'm picking them to win flat out, and you certainly can give me six. My concern with that pick is Rams run defense, and in Dallas, that's a problem against Zeke and company. Don't get me wrong. I see that. But I also think Phillips knows a thing or two, and there's some defensive personnel there. My man Aaron Donald's going to cause problems. I think Tremaine Johnson will do fine against Dez. I like the way Dak's playing, but I think Goff's playing every bit as well. Sean Lee might not play. It sounds like he might, he probably will, but who knows. And I really think that defense is two different ones when he's in and out. And if he's not there, that is gigundous for me. I don't think their secondary matches up well to all these weapons. I think Gurley can run the ball well on them. That I think it's a really close game, like a 21-20 type of game. And I'm going to take the Rams. I, 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 it's just in my bones. Lions go to the Vikes. The Vikes are favored by two. We don't know who the quarterback's going to be at this point. And I still like Minnesota either way. I think Minnesota's defense is really good. And I like. there's a lot that I like about the Lions offense. But I think Xavier Rhodes takes Marvin Jones out of the equation. And Tate does a lot. Does a nice game as does Stafford. But I don't think they'll run the ball at all on Minnesota. So that's a tough thing to just rely totally on a you know, Stafford to Tate connection. And the other side, I think Cook has a big game. And, you know, Slay will probably be on digs a lot. And that's great. But they still have a lot of other options, including Thielen. Um, I think it's the Thielen and Cook show at home. I'll gladly give you two on that one. All right, next on the slate. Houston hosts the Titans. Houston is a dog at home. Did we learn our lesson about betting against home dogs from last week? Deshaun Watson was obviously a huge story. I wrote an article about him this week, and he was very, very good. Clearly his best game. But I think Dick LeBeau is going to have a thing or two for him. And I think Tennessee, I see a low-scoring game here. Running the ball, I don't love Tennessee's secondary, and their, but their front seven's pretty good. I think that they still went the line of scrimmage, and Houston doesn't run the ball a lot. Um, I don't have a great feel for this game, but it shocks me. Uh, I think Tennessee's just better. You know, that Tennessee has a really good defensive offensive line, but Watt sure looks like he's rounding back into form, and that front is formidable. But Houston has some corner injuries, and you know I, th- I think Mariota can do well in this environment. How well will they run the ball? So I think it's going to be a lot of back and forth, thirteen ten type of game, seventeen ten type of game. I'm reluctantly going to take the Titans to win, and I'll give you the two and a half. And a lot of it's just because. With all respect to one performance, I'm just not that. I'm I'm not a Watson believer, and maybe I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm not. I, I'm not saying I'm not wrong. I'm not, I'm just not a believer. Jacksonville goes to the Jets. The Jets' defense isn't terrible. Morris Claiborne was a really nice pickup. I think Adams is going to be a stud. I love Leonard Williams, but I still think their offense is terrible. I know they just won a game. I think Jacksonville has an elite defense. 
and there won't be a ton of points scored in this. Jacksonville's favored by three in New York. I'll give you three. I'll give you three. I mean, I think McCown's going to get hit a ton. I don't think they'll run the ball at all. I don't think they get away from Jacksonville's corners. I would bet Jacksonville wins the turnover battle. Um, again, picking against the home home favorite, but give me the road dog here in a game people probably aren't paying much attention to, but I think Jacksonville's noticeably better than the Jets. This is another one of a little bit of a stinker within the AFC North, the Battle of Ohio, Cincy at the Browns. Cincy's favored by three, and I don't think Miles Garrett's playing. I think Dalton should be able to operate without a ton of pressure on him. That's absolutely huge for him, as well as A.J. Green. And Mixon's now the man, I think, there. Um, I think since he wins this game on the road, I think their offense does pretty well. And just because I think this isn't the, the formula for beating Dalton. I think you need to pressure him, and I don't see the Browns doing that. Um, the Bengals' defense, to me, is Middle of the road, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just middle of the road. Um, but the Browns are lacking weapons right now. They're not running the ball much. They're throwing the ball a high percentage of the time. Uh, keep an eye on Carl Lawson, the rookie edge player for the Bengals. He is a star in the making, a, a real steal. I'll give you. The, I'll take the Bengals, and and uh, you can have the three. So that's a couple in a row here where I'm not going after the where I'm betting against the home favorite again. So maybe I didn't learn my lesson from last week. And here we go again. Steelers favored in Baltimore by three. And I'm going to take the Steelers. And I'm going to give you three. I bet this game is really close. And I've analyzed it to death on many different outlets. Check those out. Steelers Nation Radio. Roethlisberger's not playing well. I just think the Ravens' offense is atrocious. You know, they, I feel like they have to win this game. I think they have to win the turnover battle by, like, two, you know, three to one, and and win huge on special teams, which they're very capable of doing both those things. But if I'm the Steelers, I'm just going to run the ball and run the ball and run the ball. And in the fourth quarter, I think Bell is ripping off chunk yardage. No Brandon Williams. Wear down a good Ravens defense, a really good Ravens defense. And these games are always tight. Especially in Baltimore. Steelers haven't had much success there. Ben has not had much success there. I just think they're far more talented and they got embarrassed last week. I think Pittsburgh goes to Baltimore and wins by 7-10. to 10. The Bills go to Atlanta and Atlanta's favored by 8. I know people are excited about Buffalo and I think their defense is really well coached and I understand McCoy and Taylor played well last week and they beat the Broncos. But I don't think they keep up at all with Atlanta. I just I think Atlanta's team speed will be a massive problem for a big, unathletic Bills offensive line. I don't think they'll just maul them to death. Um, McCoy could catch a lot of passes. That's a weakness of the Atlanta uh, defense right now. I get that. But I feel like that's the only way they have of really manufacturing offense for the Bills on the road. And the other side of the ball isn't good either for them. I mean, the way Freeman's playing, I think they'll run on Buffalo. And I, I get that Buffalo's defense has played well this year. I do. I get it. But, man, in Atlanta, I, I think they lose by 17. You know, I don't think the Bills are good, despite playing pretty well. Giants go to the Bucks. Bucks are favored by three. 
Bucks secondary was a huge problem last week. It sounds like Grimes is going to return. Um, defense has some injuries for sure. Can they exploit a bad Giants O-line? Maybe, maybe. Um, I th- still think Odell causes them great concerns. Tampa, I think, is the better team. Are they three points better? Is this a good matchup for them? I don't think they'll run on the Giants. I think Jenkins will do a really nice job on Evans, who's a star, but Jenkins is really good, too. Yeah, I think Olivier Vernon and JPP should get to Winston. I think Winston's a better quarterback than Eli, but he absolutely could throw one to the other team or two against a, a Giants team that's you know, a, a good Giants defense is what I'm getting at here. Giants won't run the ball. I don't think either team runs the ball. And which quarterback do you trust more? Not Eli, but Winston, I guess I trust Eli more not to turn it over. And I think Beckham's a difference maker. So I'm going for a close game. So I'm going to pick the Bucks to win it. But if you're going to give me three, I'm going to take the Giants. Because I think this is like a tie. I think this is like 24-23, 21-20. Maybe I'll call for a tie. How about that? Am I allowed to do that? be crazy. What if I hit it? What if they tie this week? You guys will all send me a million bucks if I, they tie this week. Um, but give me the points. I'll take the Giants with the points. Eagles at Chargers. This one's only a two-point spread, so it doesn't count for Adam and Eve on a raft. Threes are the rule, if you recall, from back in the olden days. But I am going to take the Chargers at home. And I'm in, these are two of my teams from the preseason. You guys have listening to me. You know I I picked both of them to win their division, actually. Hmm. Um, I feel good about the Eagles still. The Eagles have a lot of injuries, though. Fletcher Cox. Secondary's rough. It's not like the Chargers have a big home field advantage, that's for sure. But cross-country road trip for Philly. Um, are the Eagles going to rush the ball at all? Well, I don't think so. Um, I like Wentz a lot, but I think Rivers will have... Some matchups he likes. I think Keenan Allen has a big day. I think Gordon does you know, does plenty on the ground. I think Ingram and Bosa will get home. And if, if someone's, you know, there could be a lot of turnovers from both quarterbacks. I could see that. But I think that the Eagles are a little undermanned on the road against a, not a sleeping giant, but a sleeping medium-sized person <laughs> in, in L.A. Niners go to the Cardinals. I keep wanting to pick against the Cardinals, and they're not playing teams I can do that against. They're six-and-a-half-point favorite at home over San Francisco. San Francisco showed us some things on Thursday night, though, and they have a long week to prepare. Give me six-and-a-half in the Niners. You know, running on Arizona is really hard, though, and you feel like that's got to be the formula. And Patrick Peterson is going to take away Pierre Garçon. Oh, now I don't feel so good about it. Like, where are the Niners going to come up with points? If, if running the ball is hard and your top receiver is locked down by Peterson, where do the Niners' points come from? But on the flip side, I look at it and say, DeForest Buckner, Elvis Doomerville, Armstead, Solomon Thomas, they're going to hit Carson Palmer. And I don't think the Cardinals are going to run on anybody. They don't have any backs. Secondary versus receiver matchup certainly favors Arizona, but they're not great there. I mean, besides Larry, six and a half. Give me seven and a half, and I'll take the Niners. Six and a half. 
I think I could, I'm taking the Cardinals there, but I think this is a game you stay away from because I don't want to pick either one of these teams. I hate those games where, like, boy, I'm hoping the Cardinals play somebody I can really pick against them because I don't think they're good. But this isn't it. Oakland's getting three in Denver. Both teams lost. Denver's a rough place to play. Nobody's running on Denver, and they rush the passer well. I think their corners match up real well to Cooper and Crabtree. So I think the Raider O is going to be in neutral. I don't think Lynch has a big day, especially in Denver. Um, I think Simeon's better than he looked last week, but I'm not the biggest Simeon fan around. But Sanders and Demarius have great matchups in this one. Can they keep Khalil Mack bottled up? Probably not, but can they keep Von Miller bottled up? Probably not. Uh, do you think Denver runs the ball well? I think they run the ball enough. I mean, I can see Jay Anderson could end up with 90 yards rushing, you know, at home against a not-so-good front. Give me Denver to win, and I'll give you three. I mean, I think this is 24-17, something like that, Denver's favor. Whoa. Colts are getting 13 in Seattle. Whoa. I mean, I, I respect Brissett that he's been a nice find for them, and I think he's a legit player. And I know Seattle's struggling, and their line's a problem. But I think you're poking a bear here. I think the Colts are walking into a nightmare situation. Sunday night in Seattle, maybe the toughest play to, place to play in the league. I think Russell will. I'm glad I have Russell Wilson on my fantasy teams. I, I think you could see him go crazy. Even if Seattle doesn't run the ball well, I think they win this game by a ton. I mean, I think this is kind of like last night's game. And maybe I need to get off the Seattle bandwagon, but I can't get on the Colts bandwagon. Only give you 13? Yeah, I'll take Seattle. Monday nighter. Washington travels to Kansas City. And what could be a fun game? Um. I, I like the Chiefs to win, but do I like them to win by seven? I don't know. I mean, is Washington playing a little over their head? Maybe defensively, you know, are, are they going to have, you know, it's not like Norman's going to lock down Hill. I think Kelsey could really do damage against the middle of, the, of that defense. But I don't think Hunt runs all over those guys. And on the other side, I think Washington controls the line of scrimmage with their offensive line. Um, against a good front, of course. Tough place to play, night game. I definitely like the Chiefs to win, but I don't think I can I don't think I can give you seven. I'll take Washington plus seven. Um, well coached team, you know, the defense has been pretty solid. The Chiefs gonna blow anyone's doors off. Uh, I mean I, I respect them. They're number one in my power ranks. I like what they're doing. But I think Washington's not a not a pushover. I'll, I'll take the Chiefs to win the Skins plus seven. All right, that's a wrap. Fun stuff as always. Have a great weekend. See you. Napa know how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 17